All right, welcome to DR Test TV. You know, this is going to be up on YouTube. I got my brother with me, Metal World Peace. What's going on, brother? Yeah, man, what's going on? Yeah, man, just chilling, man. Just um, staying locked, staying locked in. You know what I mean? Yeah, in the house, you know that during this whole situation. So, um, how are you doing? Good, man. I'm good. Locked in, like we used to be locked in punishment sometimes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? But uh, everything else is good, man. Just riding this wave out and staying yeah. positive, trying to um, get some, uh, you know, get get some sports in our lives. Keep man, sports in our, you know, how that go. Yeah, I know, I know. So I know that um, X versus X got pushed back due to, you know, the world situation and stuff. So what what you have going on to, you know, change it up? Because I know obviously, you know, players can't, players can't really, you know, go out and play basketball and stuff. So right, right. What, what's the switch that you made to, um, you know, keep everybody engaged? Well, right now we're trying to build a community of basketball enthusiasts, sports enthusiasts, people that want to play on teams, people that want to become coaches, general managers, referees, uh, scorekeepers, um, anything that you're trying to do in sports, we're trying to help you accomplish that yeah. through community outreach, uh, online community outreach. So X vs X Sports is going to be a platform to do that. Yeah. And hopefully we can help you uh, along your journey when you're trying to become a sports enthusiast, sports professional, sports business, sports management sports player anything along those lines yeah exactly that's what's up man you know to keep everybody engaged even though you know you you found the solution instead of worrying about the problem you know what i mean a lot of people would probably just give up you know I me mean? or just like halt production but you know you use your mind and you know you use your team to figure out the next steps on how to you know keep everybody engaged it's a good opportunity for us uh, although once the crisis hit a lot of the investments halted a lot of sponsorship and partnerships halted, so we just had to keep going. You know, we still feel we can help athletes. We still feel we can be a platform for sports enthusiasts. So we had to make a decision, and we decided to keep going. So, like, what, what, like, how do you do it to get investors back on? Like, do you are you still talking to them, just keeping them, you know, at, you know, keeping them, you know, interested in everything? Well, the main thing is. Investors want to see traction, uh, so and they also want to see projections. Some people would tell you, we're projected to do a million dollars in the first year. We're projected to get 10,000 new fans yeah. once a month. But if you don't have real numbers and real traction and you can't really project anything, then all you have are goals. Yeah. You know, and investors, they don't really want to hear your goals. They, they would prefer to see uh projections real projections but you know if it's a really good idea and an investor believes in your team they believe in your vision they believe that you can execute yeah. then they'll they'll invest uh angel money you know in your startup uh you want to in a perfect world you want to grow organically without money yeah you know in a perfect world you want to you want to generate revenue organically without money without yeah. any investment you know, and then you want to be able to put that money back into the company, yeah. you know, so your cap table, meaning the equity that you own, you own the majority of it. And yeah. but that's difficult at times when the landscape is so competitive. So yeah. you usually you need capital to generate, you know, growth to generate, to generate revenue. Um, with the exception of if you know what you're doing, 
Yeah. If you have experience in the field, uh, you look at a guy like Warren Buffett who analyzes companies. He don't need to hire an analyst because he analyzes. Or you look at Bill Gates. He was a coder. He's a developer. So yeah. he understands, right? So usually if you have experience or if you want to get involved in something, if you can learn it and go to college and learn, then you don't have to hire someone. You can actually build your business because you know exactly what you're doing. Yeah. I, I got another question. So, you know, obviously, everybody that's watching, we're brothers, you know. We grew up in the same house together. We were always just about basketball all the time, you know. And, you know, you retire and you totally switch. Like, what, what made you – who inspired you to make a switch from basically, you know, from basketball into the tech world, into investment? Because the way you talk, you was, on, you was on a call with Prince Dykes. And, like, I was listening in and, like, your knowledge is just, is just infinite on this whole investment thing. Like, so, like, who inspired you? to get into this, to this new field? Well, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you about a little bit of discouragement first. Okay. Growing up, when we come from, we are discouraged from day one. We don't believe that we can be scientists. Mm. Our parents don't even know that you can be a scientist. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, <laughs> our parents don't know that we could own a team yeah but they tell us to go to school it's not their fault it's not our fault it's not our environment's fault sometimes we're steered in the wrong direction right so we have the capabilities to do anything we want yeah it's it's much harder to sell drugs than to be a developer or a coder or, the, or ceo of an organization mm-hmm. why because when you're selling drugs you're running for your life every day while trying to figure out ways to make money, you can't keep track of it. Yeah. You can't do revenue projections on paper True. because they're going to indict yourself. <laughs> right? Yeah. You got to keep all this in your head. Yeah, exactly. That's where we from. We from the bottom. And, and most of our friends locked in jail, you know, for selling marijuana, selling dope. And when you look at it like that, yeah. Uh, if you transfer that energy and that passion to feed yourself, transfer it to the books, and understanding that nobody's giving you free Harvard, free Yale information. Yeah. Nobody's giving you a case study. You know, when these kids go to these colleges, they get case studies on how to build businesses. Yeah. Right? And they understand, and then people want to hire them. Yeah. So when you understand that it's set up for us to fail, yeah. and there's very few people that are looking out for us, you yeah. know, people like Bernie Sanders, right, that are looking out for our community, people like Martin Luther King, that was about economic enhancement in our communities, yeah. right, people like Brother Polite, uh, yeah. and some others, right? So when you understand that, you got to put yourself in a position to receive information. And after you receive a certain amount of information, you got to figure out how can you go to that next level. You got, you got to actually try things. You got to actually go to Wall Street, go to Midtown Manhattan, figure out who's the investors, go to them, get told no. Yeah. Have a company that failed, have an idea that failed and try it again. Yeah. But you can't do it without failing. You can't do it without reading. You know, yeah. and that being said, we, don't, we didn't have anybody in our families who were into the business side. Maybe Aunt Rosie was, Aunt Sherry was, 
our cousin Roshan was. Yeah. Right? And there's no knock. But when you're passionate, and it's like some, if somebody, you know, come up to you, smack you in the face. <laughs> right? <laughs> we going to let them have it. <laughs> yeah. Right? We ain't going to take that. Yeah, We're not exactly. taking that energy. <laughs> right? So if you transfer that type of energy into somebody just smacked you and said, you can't, dude, you cannot be successful. Yeah. You're not smart enough. You'll never do it. Yeah. You know, take that same passion that you put into being great at something, you put it into something you love. Now, often in our communities, we don't know what we love. We love a couple things. It's sex. <laughs> we <Yeah>. love um, <laughs> ball. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Drugs, rapping, yeah. um, that's dominant, yeah. right? We need to love something else, you know, um, and, and, and we can do it. And, and, and so that's how I got to where I'm at. In term, and I'm at the beginning, so I'm at the, the ground stages yeah. uh, because I, it's still things that I got to do. And technology and things I'm trying to do, yeah. uh, I got to grow. Yeah, yeah. Growth happening, sales, lead generation to get users. Uh, figuring out which CRM to use. Yeah. Figuring out what salesperson to hire. Right. It's still things that I got to do. It's still an uphill battle because where we came from, where we start from. Yeah. But like I said, if you if you have a north star, meaning I want to reach this goal. Yeah. You try to get there, and more than likely you're going to fail along the way. But you got to just keep figuring out, keep figuring out people who you can talk to to get information from. You know what I'm saying? And you've known me for a long time. And, and that's how I got to where I'm at. And I like to pass that knowledge on. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I also want to get into two more, two more questions. And I know that you got to go soon. So I just want to get into two more questions. Uh, the fireside chats, man, this is what it, basically this is. You inspired me to do this. Like, what made you decide to do this? Like, you know, the first one we had, we had, um, you know, Julian Wright, uh, former NBA player. And then, you know, we had a, a bunch of other tech stuff, people in there, um, you know, teachers and everything. And um, so what made you inspire to just talk to random strangers about, you know, business and everything? Yeah, so when you think of, um, when you think of fireside chats, what, what fireside chats do, you know, is inspire people. You get a group of people together and you talk about a topic. Yeah. It's similar to when we in our neighborhoods and we on the streets, we on the block and we talking about uh, anything in the hood, chatting yeah. over that fire, <laughs> over that piff, <laughs> right? Yeah. The fireside chat, but the police usually break those up. Yeah. Right? But so, you know, sometimes you'll get, uh, most of the fireside chats that happened in our neighborhood was maybe about how we gonna move product. Yeah. But the fireside chats in our neighborhoods need to be about a group of people getting together about how we're going to get into college. Yeah. How are we going to raise our families? Now, in, in the world I'm in, meaning, um, you know, I'm in, uh, I'm in a technology-based world right now. Uh-huh. You know, investments because of the people I've been exposed to. Yeah. The people that gave me an opportunity to learn. Right, so most of my fireside chatting is is no longer about. I, I'm not listening <clears throat> to my friends on the block, right? Yeah. Whereas when I was 12, 13, I'm listening to all of our friends talk yeah. about different things, right? 
And now that I can meet different CEOs of companies because we have aspirations, we have dreams too. You know, these fireside chats are educational. So when somebody is not getting a college education, they can go look on YouTube, look on LinkedIn, you know, and they can actually learn. Yeah. So these fireside chats is really, uh, the purpose is <clears throat> to inspire people to learn. Um, is also to build a community. Yeah. So if you can find like-minded people, uh, like like yourself. Yeah. You know, you send out messages. I'm having a fireside chat. Who want to join? And not only are you finding like-minded people like yourself, and the information is free, but yeah. you might learn something along the way, right? So these fireside chats is good online. They're good to do, uh, e- even with just a group of people getting yeah. together over some coffee, you know, over, you know, uh, in the hood, you can get a chopped cheese egg chopped sandwich, cheese. <laughs> chopped cheese steak, you know, the, the worst meat that we, yeah, right. <laughs> chuck steak. Yeah. <laughs> the chuck steak, that's the worst possible part of the steak. But, <laughs> but, um, you know, um, and you can actually have fireside chats in the hood about, why eating so much red meat is not good for you. Yeah. Or why eating so much processed cheese is not good for you. Right? It's those type of right. And but and, and a fireside chat, whatever inspires you, whatever you want to learn, that's what you try to find a group of people who want to learn and talk about the same things. Yeah, do you know that um you, you mentioned red meat and processed cheese. Do you know that processed food is still is still give you the same type of cancer as smoking cigarettes? You ever knew that? I believe that, you know. Real cheese comes direct right from a cow or sheep. Yeah. You know, so if you have other types of cheese, then obviously I don't think it's good for you. It's not it's not good to continue continuously eat cheese that's gonna have a lot of sodium, a lot of a lot of chemicals. It cannot be great for the body. The body likes natural stuff. Yeah. You know, I I do believe that you know you shouldn't eat animals, but the animals and the fish, they're here for a reason. So naturally whole foods it's probably the way to go, you yeah. know, um, you know, whole cheeses, you know, whole milk, yeah. you know, uh, try to eliminate the process. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, um, and obviously that'd be better, you know, for one's health. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So last question before we go, you put up on, Inst- on Twitter, the uh, top 10 hardest players you had to guard, you know, you got, you got Mike Chaffield rest in peace, you know, number one, Kobe two, strict, another rest in peace to him. Number three, Richard Hamilton, number four. You got Jordan, five. LeBron, number six. DP, number 11. And number eight, you got Paul McPherson. Number nine, you got, you said Farrakhan, but I think that's Sharon Brown. Sharon and, Brown. And number 10, you got Junie Sanders. All right. Cut, forget the NBA players. Like, you know, let's, let's talk about the, you know, let's talk about the street, ball, the street ball legends. Like, you know, what made them stand out, in your opinion, on that one? Hey, yo, so what we should do is, Let's chop this up and let's have people tune into the next conversation. This yes, is going to take an hour. That's, that's, let's no, that's talk about New York City Ball. I'm with it. Let's do it. All right, definitely, definitely. I'll bring some people on. We can right. definitely talk about that. Um, so, yeah, man, thanks for coming on to my first, my first fireside chat, man. I really appreciate it, man. My dude, make sure, you, make sure you get the LinkedIn account, right? Yeah. And then make sure you upload it to LinkedIn, YouTube. Yeah. You know? Definitely. All right, I love you, brother. I'll see you later. Yeah, I love you too, man. Yo, you be safe, man. Peace.